Hello everyone. Welcome back and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff is joined by Jonah Flores and Jennifer Scully for part two of our conversation with top producing agents from teams across the country. Now, let's hear from Jeff, Jonah, and Jennifer. All right, Jonah, Realtor 30 Under 30 in 2021, Realtor Magazine. Congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yep, let's hear it for you. That's good. That's impressive. Yep. Yep. You know, I tried to make that, and I never did. I never got selected for that, so. <laughs> well, first things first, I am a little nervous. This is my first speaking, so I figured I should get that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm from Minneapolis. I'm with the Good Life Group, William and Sarah Hoffman. You can't miss them. Will is yeah. the loudest guy in the room. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're, bit, you're with one of the best Remax brokerages in Minnesota as well. Very One of powerful. the most productive ones yep. in the country. Yep. Um, which helps a lot. Yep. yep. Um, and so um, you did how many units last year? What was your volume? So with referrals, about 37, a little yep. under 12 million. Yep. And this year you're on pace for? 22, um, 10 million, right? Well, as of right now, year to date. You're on pace for, though, I believe oh, I when we see. talked, probably 14, 15 million. Yeah. Because yeah, your would average say, price point. Yep. 12 million, Um, the biggest change we made right now is I'm at 22 clients. I've already made what I made last year Yeah. with less volume, less clients, Mm -hmm. more time for my family. Because you've increased your average price point. Yes. Yep. And we're going to talk about that for a second. Um, You also increased your uh, commissions. Yes, we did. We went a full percentage in a market where literally everybody was telling us it's so hard to get it done. Yeah. Um, in a market when everyone's discounting, <laughs> you, ra- you rose it by 1%. Yes. Uh, Will made the big push for this, and it was, it's, it was a scary jump. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you. Yep. Um, but it worked really well for us. It gave yep. us a lot of time back. I moved into listings yeah. primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I mean, making more money, less work. Yeah. And uh, the justification for that was, and it's one of the reasons why we have them teaching the breakout, by the way, is your, your response was because we have a strong seller value proposition. Because I asked, well, how do you just make a decision to increase your, your commission? Well, you have to have something to justify that. Can you talk about your seller value prop? Yeah. I, was, I took a couple days to try to figure out how to quantify this. The truth is... I would say most of you are doing 90% of what we're doing already. Professional photography, aerials, drones, floor plans if you need it, 3D walkthroughs. Really what drove us to do the full percentage jump is our delivery. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've been working on personally with Kate. Yep. Um, the delivery of how we will put a home on the market, how it's like to work for us. Yep. When we get to that net sheet and we're explaining commissions, nobody flinches. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they're not the right client for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's big. Getting good at presenting the actual value proposition. It's been a game changer. 
Yeah. So a lot of agents, team or not, have some type of value proposition or have something that they've built. Maybe it's been a while since they've updated it, but yours looks pretty good, the one you guys use, and you're saying that you guys actually practice present, getting good at presenting that versus it just being like, oh, yeah, here's what we're going to do to sell your house. Yeah, and really it starts at the top. You know, the pre-qualifying script is huge for us because mm -hmm. you want to make them feel like they are the most important thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And once they like you, it's all about just connecting with them, yep. building rapport throughout the listing appointment. And once they like you, that number is just a number. They're gonna know, they're gonna trust you. Um, yeah, I started rambling. <laughs> awesome, no, that's all right. So um, one of the things I was really impressed by was your morning routine, which Obviously, we've been talking for years about own the morning, win the day. You know, you just heard from some of our panelists about that. And it's something we talk about a lot, having a strict morning schedule. Because mm -hmm. if you own the morning, everything else will just kind of fall into place. So tell us about your routine, especially in the morning. So shifting in the listings, my routine had to shift with me. I have a lot of nights off. Like, yeah. it's been pretty great. Yep. Um, you're, you're an employer now. <laughs> yeah. So I wake up at 3.45 in the morning. I have a personal trainer. At um, what time? 3.45. 3.45. That's still like the night time. What do you mean? <laughs> so I used to do 4.15, but I need to get to the gym by 5. And if I'm even one minute late, I'm doing burpees. I'm doing things I don't want to do. So Jonah, I, I bet a third of our audience went to bed at 3.45 last night. You're, <laughs> thanks to our DJ over there. Um, you're waking up at 3.45. 3.45. I leave my house by 4.40. Okay. Um, I get to the gym. I do an hour strength training workout with mm -hmm. my personal trainer. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a, I go down to the sauna. So I, I go to Lifetime Fitness. I go down mm -hmm. to the sauna for about a half an hour. Yep. Personal time, I listen to a Calm app. It's yeah. literally something that helps me meditate and yep. clear my mind. Yep. Calm radio. Um, then I do a cold shower. It really shocks your nervous system. You're awake. Um, no, I don't want to do it. I've done it every single day for two years now. Uh -huh. And every time it's, it makes you cringe. But if you, get over that sh if you get over that, you can accomplish anything throughout the day. If you yep. get over your workout, if you get over the uncomfortable feeling of taking a cold shower, if you have something negative that hits you throughout the day, it, it's not going to be as bad at the, as that 10-minute yeah. cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> like the for sale by owner who is a broker and he's already got it listed in the MLS, that's nothing. <laughs> nothing. So um, you're in the office by 8.30, and then what happens from there? Well, we do our morning call at 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And what um, do you guys do on the morning call? We talk about our weekend, what we set, how many clients we got a hold of, mm -hmm. um, any questions that we have that we'll be talking about. Mm -hmm. collaboratively in the office, yep. um, but basically contracts, closings, clients, prospecting, calls. Okay. Uh, and then what happens after the call? So I get into the office between 8.30 and 9. Yep. Um, the first thing I do is I connect with our listing coordinator mm -hmm. to talk about upcoming listings. He's in the office with me, so we literally mm -hmm. just shoot it for 30 minutes. Sure. Um, after that... Um, I usually have a meeting with Will, so he does accountability meetings with us on Mondays. Yep. Um, I do listing follow-ups, so this has been part of the big value proposition, is most people don't have a plan. You are getting paid so much money to guide people through 
one of the most stressful times in their life. Mm -hmm. And not being able to tell them, hey, every Monday, if your house doesn't happen to sell this weekend, yep. you will be hearing from me by noon. If you want to have a video conference or a phone call, I'm free between this time and this time. Let mm -hmm. me know what works for you. Yep. And that listing follow-up is showings, feedbacks, anything that we've already talked about regarding strategies. So if we have to do a price reduction, we'll yep. touch base on that to see if um, they want to make the move now. Yep. yep. Um, and then after that, I take a walk. Okay. I usually do a mindset break, 15-minute yep. walk. Um, and then I do lead follow-up. So anybody that I've gone on a listing appointment with, Kate's really taught me how to break down timelines. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is six months out, if somebody is less than a year out, if somebody is over a year out, mm -hmm. being able to understand and prioritize your leads yep. will really make your time efficient when you're prospecting yep. or following up. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that, that I thought was pretty fascinating is your circle prospecting methods. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about that. So I'm an analytical, uh -huh. so I guess I don't know how granular you want me to get. Um, I have thick skin. I don't have it when I'm calling expireds and cancels. I can't do it. If somebody tells me to get a real job, it, I have the patience of a two-year-old, and I can't, can't stand it. So I moved into circle prospecting with my very first listing, and it was so easy. It yeah. was literally the quickest paycheck I've ever made. Yeah. And I noticed that it brought me two transactions. <laughs> they have to move and they have a house to sell. Yep. So being a C, I wanted to be efficient with my time. We were also building a team, so a lot of my time went to our team. Um, and I selected this neighborhood. The price point is about, it's about average price point, a little mm -hmm. bit under. Yep, um, good. 200 townhomes in this community. It was about 25 minutes from my home. Probably good turnover in there. That's the next thing I was going to touch on. So I did do the math in a year-over-year -year basis, scaled it over five years, so 2017 year forward. And I noticed that the average every year is roughly 14 turnovers. Mm -hmm. So the reason why that's important is yep. when I don't feel like prospecting today or calling today, yep. I know that I might have nine other opportunities, and yep. I just need to get through these calls. Yes. I also realized <laughs> that the client I was working with he was making like a hundred grand mm -hmm. and he owned the house less than five years ago. Yep. So what are the chances there's 10 other people that bought in 2013 that are also sitting on a yes. hundred thousand dollars that need to move? That, that's 7% of the neighborhood, yep. right? We said earlier three to 5%. So you, you check that box, yep. right? So 14, you just look at it as, all right, how many of the 14 am I going to get? I'm going to get at least one or two. How many of the 14 am I going to get? We, I, by the end of that one, I moved, so I'm moving my circle prospecting where I live. I owned about 60% of the market share by the time I was done. Um, so it turns out two transactions. It also, when it comes to townhomes in a first-time homebuyer's price point, they're going to move. Like, logistically, they are going to grow their family. They're going to need a yard. They always hate the association. So it's inevitable that they're going to move. Yeah. So why not maximize our time in that one neighborhood? And then the last piece I'll touch on is when you're running comps, and you can say, I sold this one, I sold this one, and I sold this one, yep. and they're the highest that's sold in that neighborhood, chances are they're going to want to work with us, not with the other guy that they're interviewing right after us. Bingo. Love that. 
Last question I have for you, same that I've asked the others, uh, especially getting the notoriety of being in Realtor Magazine and being promoted heavily. I'm sure you get us all the time. Hey, you could just do this on your own. Why do you stay on a team? What's your response to that? Culture. We have a really strong family culture. I mean, mm -hmm. if you haven't met William and Sarah, you should. Um, <laughs> we're like a big, happy family. We have productive conflict, so it's not always fun and games all the time. Um, yep. But our culture is really strong, and it's beyond just our paycheck. It's mm -hmm. customer experience. It's being involved. It's giving back. Holistically, it fits um, what I need. And yeah. we work with a lot of driven, successful people. Yeah. So there's no need for us to move. Yep. Makes sense. Let's hear it for her. Great job. Good stuff, Jonah. It's been, we get to work with Will, William and Sarah's teams quite often. It's been really fun to watch you grow. So, thank you. Good stuff. All right, Jennifer. Now, before you jump in, I'm sure there's a handful of people in the room that are going to think, well, wait a minute. This is his event, so of course he's going to put someone from his team up on a panel. But no, you earn this spot. And I think by the time she's done, you're going to hear just how. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Jennifer. I'm Jennifer Scully. I am from Fenton, Michigan. I've been in real estate for 19 years. Mm -hmm. And I have been on Jeff's team for four years. Mm -hmm. And I run Jeff's expansion organization in uh, Genesee County. Yep. So you're a producer, and you're leading a handful of agents in the particular county, this particular county of Michigan. Yes. Got it. And so tell us about what happened in the last year in your business. The last year in my business uh, is really changed. My mindset has changed drastically. Mm -hmm. I made the decision last year in November to hire a one-on-one -on -one coach. And a lot of yep. people might think, well, you're on Jeff's team. Why do you need a coach? Because I need a coach. Because r r physically writing the check does something differently than someone who's supposed to. Well, Jeff's supposed to say that. It's different when you're paying someone. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's been the biggest difference. Yep. And I'm on pace at this point to at least double, if not triple, my production from last year. That's huge. Yep. So um, last year you did how many transactions in volume? 22 transactions and six million in volume. Six million, and so far this year, you're already at? I've already pended and closed 30 transactions for 10 million. And you'll probably end the year at 15, Close 16. to 15, 16. That is a big jump in one year. Huge jump. Yeah. So aside from coaching, and, and, and I know that that's a big thing, obviously that we believe in coaching, otherwise we wouldn't be here today. Um, what else changed in your business? The biggest thing that really changed for me was my mindset and boundaries. Mm -hmm. I remember last year in November, we had our team advance, mm -hmm. and Kate Simon got up and said, if you are doing things out of obligation, you need to really think about your life. And the biggest thing she said was, if you're responding and agreeing to do something, and it's a reluctant yes, the answer probably should be no. Yeah. So I really started thinking about all of the things I was doing that were, oh, sure, I can do that. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm happy to help. Or, mm -hmm. yes, I can go to that birthday party. Or, yes, I'll be there. Yep. How many things I was actually doing because I really wanted to do them or how many things I was doing because I just didn't want anybody to be mad at me or I always show up, so yeah. she'll always show up. Yep. And so now you are doing personal production and you're leading a small group that actually collectively will do 
just over 100 transactions this year, I think? We'll probably do somewhere between 125 and 150 transactions with eight agents. Yep, yeah, that's big. And 60 units yourself. And 50 so to 60 units myself, Managing yes. a team and doing both of those. So how do you manage your day? I okay. have to own my morning. That's the mm -hmm. biggest thing. I'm in the office typically between 8.30 and 9. Mm -hmm. I try to limit the, hey, I have a question. Hey, I have a question. Hey, I have a question. Yep. Uh, the, as Greg has taught me, it's, hey, do you have two or three answers? Because until you have two or three answers, we don't have anything to talk about. Yep. That's helped a lot. Yeah. And, and by the way, that's not a, that's not a, you know, my time's more valuable than no. yours. You're actually empowering people to think differently. A absolutely. Right? They yeah. come to me now with solutions rather than coming to me. It's now a, hey, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Is that right? Yep. Which it's forcing them to become better agents as well. Yeah. And then it's my prospecting time. Mm -hmm. I am, you know, following up, lead follow up. Yep. Pretty much my commitment to my prospecting everything is done by 12 o'clock yep and then I can go on with my day or you know help who I need to be helping go into one-on-one -on -one coaching with the agents like great so what is your your daily routine to generate business where's your business coming from my business is mostly coming from my sphere mm -hmm. and my SOI yep so I spend a lot of time taking full advantage of what our admin team will do for me as far as our database and yeah. things like that are concerned calling my database, they hear from me on a monthly basis, if not twice a month, yep. client events, organizing those things, yeah. and then I have an expired mailing program that I do. Well, let's get to that in a second. Yep. Talk about the database for a second. So what are some things either you're personally doing or the team is doing for you to help you with your database? So with my database, I have, well, our team offers options monthly for mm -hmm. what they'll do for our database. So at least a third of my database is getting something physical from us every yep. 30 days. Yep. Uh, for example, this past month, my entire database actually got a box from me mm -hmm. that the great part is, and it's, I guess, why I'm part of a team, yep. <laughs> they will do for me. Yeah. So I provide a list and those things go out. I'm yeah. calling my database. Um, I try to go through kind of alphabetically and do a couple of letters of the alphabet a week, yep. whether it's a text or you know, a call, checking in. If something's going on on Facebook, someone got a new puppy, yep. we're calling, we're sending a, a puppy box, yep. those kinds of things. So, so I was gonna say, what, what is it that, you, what, that physically gets sent out? Physically that gets sent out will be, so this month it was a tiger's box and it had, I believe, a baseball. I, this is bad, but I don't know exactly everything Probably cracker that was jacks in it. Cracker something. Jacks, yeah. Big League Chew. And then there was also a card in there that said, if you send me a referral, I will give you a set of tiger's tickets to a game. Mm -hmm. So that way, you know, if they do well, send me a referral, there's something going back to them. Th Obviously, based on the Tigers' record there, there's nothing illegal with that because those tickets have no value. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so once a month, a box of something goes out, right? A box theme. of something. So like so in March, it's St. Patrick's Day. March in is April, St. Patrick's Day. April, it's showers Day. or something. Um, February was a pizza kit. Yep. There's been... Um, in July was a beach ball, sunglasses. Yep. And then I love getting those pictures like texted to me or posted on social media. Of, you know, the kids are playing with the beach ball and yeah. hey, we're having a great time mm -hmm. and all of those kinds of things are happening. Yeah. My grandmother actually called yeah. me this morning and said, thank you for my tiger's box. Yeah. And people will think it's strange that yes, I send it to my grandmother, but uh -huh. she has friends. Yep. She has neighbors. They yep. stop by. People know. So don't discount that. Right. 
you also have clients that are very active, and you're active in the very important client Facebook group. Yes. Can you explain what that is? So our very important client Facebook group, we um, our clients are allowed to join that. I have one set of clients in particular that they are raving fans, and I absolutely love that about them. And they will, I don't think anything shows up at their house that they don't they post every time they get something, post yeah. And, yeah. You know, put it out there. So uh, they they're very active with that, and yep. I help and participate when we need to give yep. away tickets or something like that. Yep. So I try to stay as active on there as an agent yeah. on the team as well. So you are really loving when we talk about earlier. Hey, there's three ways you can get more business from a database: add more people to your database and keep everything the same, add more value to the people that are already there, or do A and B simultaneously. You're doing that at a Big scale. Big scale. And that's a big, that, that alone has probably been, when you're looking at your business sources, a big difference maker in why you're getting more of that business from your database. Definitely. It, yeah. And it's just a huge piece of things. So, I mean, 60% yeah. of my business is coming from my database. And I know another big chunk of your business is from your expired uh, program, which you implemented several years ago now. Yeah. So, I have an expired mailing program that I use. I have seven postcards that I send out. I send them out the first four days. One goes out every day yep. to the expireds, and then one goes out every week after that. Yep. The final one is a handwritten note. Mm -hmm. of, you know, hi, I just wanted to check in. I'm yep. sure you've been getting my postcards. Do you have any questions? Can I help you with anything in the market? Yep. And, and so it's seven, how, how spread out are they? The first four go out the first four days that the property came out of the market, and then one every week after. Got it. So mm -hmm. home comes off the market on Tuesday the 16th. Mm -hmm. You're going to find out about it tomorrow. It's yes. going out tomorrow's mail. Yep. The next day you're sending another one out. The next day you're sending another one out. The next day you're sending another one out. Yes. And then the rest are spread out over the next, how many uh, weeks did you say? Well, there's a total of seven postcards. So then the Got next it. go out once every three weeks. And Got then it. the handwritten out goes out in the fourth week. Got it. That's big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So question, um, when I look at the success that you're having in an, as individual and also the success that your team is having, because you've got some great agents that are up-and-comers and, and they'll be on this stage one day maybe, mm -hmm. um, what are you doing to get the most out of your team? I am really just communicating with them. Mm -hmm. I meet with every one of them face-to-face uh, -face for about 30 minutes every two weeks. Yep. We are looking at their business plan, going over where their business is coming from, what yeah. they're doing, what we can be doing differently. Yep. And basically, they're leaving every week with one or two tasks yeah. that they need to come back and, you know, this is what we talked about. Did you do it? Yep. Why did you? Why didn't you? Mm -hmm. Where are we at with this? What was your result? And how are we going to implement a system to keep you doing this so we can move on to the next thing we need to add to your business? So you're essentially behaving um, not so much a leader, more, more like a coach. Yes. Yeah. And those one-on-ones, that accountability, that structure is probably a big reason for their quick growth. I, I think so. Yeah. I think they would agree. <laughs> yeah. Good. So obviously, uh, again, a high-producing agent that's on a team almost weekly. Hey, you can do this on your own. You've been doing it for 19 years. What are you doing with Jeff still? He's not even in Genesee County. What are you doing? What's your response to that? I will retire from Jeff Weber and Associates. I've worked on several teams before. And I can honestly say I never cry at work anymore. And if you have ever cried at work, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This organization, with the opportunities that it gives to its agents, the opportunities that it, you know, not just to grow your real estate business, but the leadership opportunities and the growth opportunities in your personal life and those kinds of things, 
it's something that I don't want to reinvent the wheel on my own. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be responsible for the copier or I don't want to do all of those things. Yeah. I want to sell real estate. I want to pour into people. And this is where I'm able to do that. Awesome. Love that. Let's hear it for Jennifer and our panel. All right. Thank you for taking time to join Jeff, Jonah, and Jennifer today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.